What's up, Gumbo listeners? Demetrius Malbro here with another Data Protection Gumbo episode. And this episode is titled The Wizards of Cost-Effective Cloud Storage. And to drop some valuable knowledge for us today, I have Aheen Thomas, who's Vice President of Marketing at Backblaze on. And Aheen was the co-founder and CEO of Vintners Alliance, the industry's first data co-op. And we will also have to find out from Aheen what's the best wine to pair with gumbo. Yeah, you guessed it, with gumbo. And I also heard that he's a bit of a cooking enthusiast. So Gumbo listeners, uh, we have an action-packed show today uh, with Aheen, and he will be sharing tons of cloud cost containment tips, the most efficient ways to migrate data to the public cloud, and some of the other tools that would be needed for personal or even business backup and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Gumbo listeners, this episode is brought to you in part by OS Nexus is an industry leader in software-defined storage, helping you maximize storage platforms like Ceph and OpenZFS. Choose the easy way to manage your storage and reduce cost with less effort. Go to osnexus.com slash try now and mention Data Protection Gumbo to get an expanded community edition license now. How are you doing? I, I, I am great. Thank you. And uh, I'm just stalling to try to think of, of what, well, the answer is Syrah. Syrah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that because you, you're going to have plenty of opportunity to kind of fill us in on, on some of the, um, the wine pairing list. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So first things first, and I'm sure that the gumbo listeners that love wine are, are curious of at least one of your pairing recommendations. So here's your opportunity now. So can, can you give us an interesting story of your wine and cooking experiences? It can be a very small story if you don't mind uh not not at all uh interesting story well uh, i got one coming up uh my for my mother's birthday she requested uh fried chicken we're gonna have her over in the backyard and that is a a two-day adventure because you gotta you gotta brine the chicken then you gotta season the chicken then you gotta dry it out so you get get everything right um and and so the, the adventure part of it is pacing you want, you want you want to look at it as a as a three day festival and pace your your your, your beverages accordingly. Wow, that that sounds sounds like a very exhausting process. I definitely do not go through all of that to cook my chicken. <laughs> I, I suffer for my art. <laughs> all right, so Aheen, let's let's jump right in and let's talk about data preservation and storage protection for a moment. Great. So. You, you can't talk about those things without mentioning the elephant in the cloud, which is Amazon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And so AWS's revenue totaled about $10.8 billion the second quarter of this year, which it's still impressive, but it's slightly declined based on how fast they are growing overall. Mm-hmm. So Backblaze is taking aim at some of the costs and complexity challenges that some feel when using AWS cloud storage. So can you explain what the problem is with using AWS and what your approach is to making it easier and less costly for customers? Yeah, happy to. Um, and, you know, as as David, before I point my slingshot at Goliath, let's get 
some of the benefits of AWS out of the way. Okay. Um, because what they have done, what, what that organization has done for technology um, and, and, and a large extent society is incredible. It is made, it is, you know, put services on demand that previously were inaccessible for, for startups and small businesses. And by having them scalable and on demand, people can get started with their business. That's amazing. Right. But then we get to the problem. And, and, you know, and AWS, they're smart. I understand that, you know, about 11 billion is slowing down for them, but 11 billion and a quarter ain't bad. Right. Um, and they, they help people get started. They provide, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of credits to get your data into their system. But those credits expire after your first year and you wake up. And you realize you are helping fuel the highest margin generating machine at all of Amazon. Right, yeah. You realize things like um, you're storing data at two pennies a gigabyte. Well, that's okay. Except until you want to use it. You To download your data, so data preservation, you know, why are you preserving your data? Because you want to access it at some point. So you want to be able to. At Amazon to download your data, that's nine pennies a gigabyte. And so now all of a sudden businesses wake up and they say, well, wait a minute, I have to choose what of my data I want to keep. And then there's the complexity of the services, right? Because AWS is great and they offer so many things, but try to go into your, your interface, try to go to your bill and understand what's happening for you, for your business. You can see what's happening to their business, but I want what I need to do is be able to predict my bill month to month so I can do my budgeting. And, and increasingly, we see customers both on the absolute cost, but the complexity of running the service and as it scales, it's not working for them. Yeah. And you see this in the industry. You see consulting firms springing up, third-party agencies springing up just to manage your AWS pricing tables. Um, something's upside down there hmm. and, and because you know in the end the storage the 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 web services built in aws they 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 exist to serve your business and so in walks backblaze uh, a little bit of background on backblaze we're 13 years old uh we have uh five founders all of whom still in their operating role at the company um, and in our lifetime we've taken in three million dollars in invested capital um, now we're not going to do 10 billion this quarter. Well, last year we ended we ended the year with a little over uh, 45 million in ARR. But as we as we publish on our blog post, uh, we're running at a 550% gross margin. So completely sustainable business. We we are an independent business that are we're just trying to offer a fair service at a fair price. And why do I mention that coming into wait, when we're just talking about AWS cost and complexity? Why is this guy talking about, you know, this nice little independent business? Well, Backblaze, we offer B2 cloud storage from a performance and functionality standpoint. It's a direct competitor with Amazon's S3. But there's some big differences. Now, I'm the marketing guy. I'm not supposed to say it's cheap. So I'm going to say it's affordable. And it actually matters. So on a storage standpoint, we are one quarter of the price of Amazon, half a penny a gigabyte a month. Um, and our pricing table is one line. It is half a penny a gigabyte a month. Here you go. 
we look at Amazon, well, where's the region? What tier of service? Oh, you wanted to access your data. Now there are penalties there. You, you don't have to deal with any of that with Backblaze. Importantly with Backblaze, using your data is not taxed. At, at Backblaze, our download fees are one penny a gigabyte per month. And if you recall, we, you know, AWS is nine cents. Now, what is the scenario that the $40 million a year, $45 million a year company is able to maintain a 50% gross margin on a one penny pricing where Amazon's charging nine. Um, and circling back to the top, cost and complexity, Backblaze is trying to build its service over unlocking our customers' business and their scaling. You look and, and so, hey, you wanna use data? Great, uh, we get that, that's download pricing. Here's a cost-effective, affordable, completely predictable price, one penny a gigabyte and we're making a 50% gross margin. If the other guy down the street is offering it a nine cents, are his costs higher than mine? I'd be, I'd be fairly surprised. I think it speaks, the reason I always use it as an example is that I think it speaks to the mentality of, of what are customers doing with their data. They wanna preserve it, they wanna be able to use it. And so we say, please use your data. Um, I think some of the other pricing approaches are more about a walled garden from which your data can never leave. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That, that was, that was a lot. Um, so I appreciate you um, explaining all of that, a little bit about Backblaze and also some things about costs because during COVID-19, that's definitely uh, one of the top priorities right now, which is cost containment. So that's definitely a big one. So when you are talking cloud object storage, mm-hmm. let's say to S3 or Azure or GCP, what, what are some of the things other than cost that end users should think about when considering or migrating data to one of the public cloud platforms? Yeah, it's a great question. So I, I think I think there's a, we like to think about it on three dimensions, simplicity, reliability, and affordability. Simplicity is, with very few ex- exceptions, the users of the public cloud are not actually in the, da- the business of data storage. They are building SaaS companies to unlock photographer, media asset management, they're doing genomics. Hey, some of them are looking for a cure, um, all of which is amazing. So is this system easy enough, simple enough for you to use? Um, And that that not only speaks to the architecture of the APIs uh, and and the storage environment and kind of the, 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 where the optimizations are made, you know, from retrieval times and latency and all that good stuff, happy to talk about that. But simple stuff, like you get your monthly bill, hey, can I take a quick look at it, understand it, and move on with my day? Or do I need to phone a friend and a consultant and spin up an entire group just to manage this tool that was supposed to be working for me? So is it simple? Is it, reli- is it reliable? Um, this, is a, this is a table stakes feature among m- most of the clouds in that hey, our services are always on and you know, have, we have a track record uh, of being o- always on across the globe. Um, but you, you want to know you can access your data. A- and also that, that the service and the approach to, to preserving your data and keeping it accessible is, is understandable. You know, at Backblaze, so you know, we, we pride ourselves on, the, on, on being a very simple, easy to use service. The reliability, obviously, we have the performance and the, and the SLAs to back it up, but we also take pride ourselves on transparency. 
So how do you demonstrate that you're reliable? Well, you share with people exactly what's going on. So we shared our COGS on our blog. Every quarter, we actually publish the failure rates of the hard drives in our farm. Really? Uh, yes, and, and that we, it turns out we're actually the largest publisher of hard drive performance test statistics on the planet. That's awesome. We don't have, yeah, it, it, we love it. Uh, we don't have the most hard drives, but we're the only ones that are sharing. And so beyond, beyond just contributing to the community, um, and it drives something like three and a half million uniques to, to our blog every year. Um, we're beyond sharing with the community, we're trying to share, show our customers, hey, Backblaze, this is what's happening in our environment. We all claim to have 11 nines of durability. We're the only ones willing to publish the underlying calculations and the supporting evidence. So that's why you know we're reliable. Gotcha. Simple, reliable, and then there's affordable. Look, there's the pricing issue, and and hey, mm -hmm. that's a huge differentiator for Backblaze. But affordability is also about the other dimensions. Hey, how much is it taking me to run this system? Can I build my budgeting around it and know what's going to happen? Um, you know, with Backblaze, we don't have tiers of service. These these very strange concepts of cold and super cold storage, like. No, no, no. Here's your data. You can get at it anytime you want, and we won't attack you with hidden fees when you when you do want to access it. Um, so affordability means both the, the absolute price, but then the um, the ease of understanding what's going to happen. Does all that make sense? Yeah, that truly makes sense. Now I'm, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because this this is the gumbo for a reason. So uh, <laughs> there are a lot of questions in the pot, and you never really know what's going to come out, but it's going to taste good though. Okay. Fair right. enough. I'm going to loosen up here. All right. So now, now I must admit that I'm still not adequately backing up my home computer as I should. Okay. Oh. Oh. But I plan to fix that this weekend. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what are your recommendations around personal backup? Let's say I wanted to protect that home computer or that laptop of mine. Why would I choose Backblaze over some of the others like a Mosey or a Carbonite? Yeah, um, so that speaks to our first product. Uh, it is we call it computer backup. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? It, it is it is a uh, client software that we uh, ask customers for five dollars a month. Okay, you install the client on your computer, and it runs silently and continuously in the background. Uh, backing up not only all the data on your computer, mm -hmm. but on also any of the data on the any attached drive. Uh. And, and so, why why Backblaze over the others? Well, one, our client is written uh, natively for both PC and Mac, so you, you don't have some of the reliability issues that you see on on clients that are not. Mm -hmm. Two, I think particularly when we're talking about computers, you want to know that your computer is backed up, all the data, and that includes the attached drives. We're the only player uh, offering truly unlimited and unthrottled backup. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the next thing though is cool, you got it backed up. That's great, that, that's the first step, and please, please do take that step. But then you gotta ask yourself, well, what happens, I backed this up for a reason, what happens when I drop my, drop my coffee on my computer mm -hmm. and I need to restore my data? 
you know, at Backblaze, we offer a variety of ways. You obviously can download your files over the internet, individual file, collection of files, this, the requisite uh, iOS and Android apps. But, but we also offer a unique service that we call our restore program, hard drive restore program. And that's where you prepare a restore, uh, a file or collection of files uh, through the web UI. Mm-hmm. Um, and you tell us inside of a secure data center, of course, to download those files. This is all just clicks on your end. Download those files securely onto a hard drive, put that drive in a FedEx box and ship it to you anywhere on the globe. And so most customers are using this for larger restores. Hey, my entire computer blew up. And I tell you what, I just don't have the time, bandwidth or inclination to bring back down 800 gigabytes over the internet. It's, it's faster for you guys to FedEx this to me. Um, cool, we'll do that. And here's, here's why Backblaze, uh, so other services have offered that in times past. Most of them do not today. Mm-hmm. But here's where, where I think we really show our, our stripes. If you return that hard drive to us, we refund the fees. Okay. Because in the moment when you've lost your data and you need to recover, we want to get it back to you. Being a backup vendor, you know, there's two big things. Did we actually back up the data? And then when the data was needed, did we get it back to the customer? Because if either if we fail on either one of those fronts, we have failed. So we've optimized a service that that empowers the customer. I think, uh, Mike, the competitors you mentioned don't do as well on those dimensions. All right. So fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I definitely will take a look at that because I am considering, um, I'm looking at different softwares right now. Not sure if I want to just go out and buy a SSD or some type of external attached uh, drive to to do that for me. Um, but I'll definitely take a look at that. Cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and by the way, 15, free, 15 day fully featured free trial on our site. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't ask for a credit card or anything. You just give us your email to, so we can assign a client to you and off you go. Okay. Yeah, that, that's easy enough. So uh, kind of back to the theme of, of COVID-19. We all know that, that millions are like working from home right now. So that means more streaming of all things digital. Uh, so you're talking a lot of media storage. Uh, that's starting to explode right now and even more now than it already was, okay? Mm -hmm. So what if our Gumbo listeners wanted to manage and store large amounts of media files, let's say from a home NAS? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things they should be concerned about, like the internet transfer speed and maybe even, you know, moving files across cloud internet connections? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I I think it it depends on your use case. Are, are we thinking like a more media server uh, streaming use case, or just a hey, these back up the family pictures and, and videos? Yeah, more of the like videos, right? So you may have some type of home video streaming system where you actually store your own videos and have the entire house network connected, and you're streaming mm. from that one central location in the house. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so there are a couple things. I, I think uh, I always talk to my friends and this is the practice I, I put in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, OK, let's look at the, the client software from, from what there's a box involved. The box is sitting somewhere in your house. Right. Um, and there's some software that's going to talk to any cloud. Um, well, I guess we, let's get a couple of things up front. 
I think you need a second copy of that data. And I think you need a second copy of that data not in your house because the thing that's going to happen is something's going to happen in your house. Your basement's going to flood. Um, so we need client software. Now, a company like a Synology uh, bundles and a QNAP uh, will bundle the client software in. It actually works quite, quite well. And both obviously have uh, natively integrated uh, with Backways. So, so that, that's going to work out great. Um, but then there's, there's, so, so do we have client software that's easy to understand and, and going to be reliably getting the data to the cloud? Okay, check. Then th there are some other interesting things to consider. Um, you know, for a lot of home users, they want to use, it's okay, well, I got, you know, I got my um, kind of Hollywood movies, uh, and that's fine. Um, but I got my, my, you know, the videos of my kids walking around and the dog doing cute dog stuff. Yeah. Um, and I want to edit it. I want to splice it together. Okay, cool. So where are you doing that? You know, one of um, we are seeing a new class of media asset management softwares, MAMS, that are priced for the prosumer and cloud native. Um, and that's important okay. if it actually works because the, the problem with the legacy MAMS, besides being super expensive, is you need really high-powered hardware on-premise to be able to use anything. Mm -hmm. um, the new generation, and my favorite of which is, is a, co a company called Iconic, is it charges uh, a couple bucks a month. Um, I, I, I apologize to your listeners. I, I believe the price is $10 a month, but we can go check on their website. Um, and you get a fully featured media asset management software that is cloud native. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. um, you can edit, search, uh, append made metadata to your videos that live in the cloud um, or or on prem. It handles a hybrid environment. So what does that 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 means? Things are fast. It feels like you're working on your desktop, but you're leveraging uh, the infinite scalability of backways of storage. And in this case, you're actually leveraging GCP compute. But all that's happening, yeah, all that's happening in the background, completely transparent to the user. Um, it's it's a really cool setup and, I, and one that I'd recommend, uh, that I recommend to my family and I'll recommend it to okay. your audience. Great, I'll have to check that out. Um, I, I also, I read an article as well, uh, I think it was on the register and it was about NASA launching 247 petabytes of data into AWS. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah, that it, cool. it said that they didn't properly model, you know, what the data egress charges were going to be. Mm -hmm. Do you have any stories like that, that, that you want to share or expand on that would be cool for the listeners to, to hear about? Yeah. You know, it's, so 247 petabytes, that's cool. We, we, we have uh, at Backways, we have a, we're entrusted with over an exabyte of data. So, you know, clearing an exabyte, a thousand petabytes, we're, we're very proud of that. Um, but, you know, data nerds, you start getting into petabytes and that's just a lot of data. Um, yeah. So that part was cool. The part that just really was incredibly sad was the the, the modeling the egress. Um, so, so our stories around that are similar to NASA's. And it's just everyday people that, you know, it's hard enough to get your data up to the cloud and secure. And that's a big project. And then you wake up and you realize, oh, well, wait a minute, there's this download price of nine cents. 
And, and then, you know, some cloud providers have tiered storage levels. So you say, oh, I'm going to use this, whatever this cold storage option is. That's cool. It's, it's cheaper. Um, but you don't want cheap storage and you don't want a cheap surgeon. Because what happens is, oh, yeah, the monthly fee is cheap. Oh, you wanted to retrieve that data? Mm, so sorry. Here are all the taxes. Um, and so at Backblaze, some ways we're, we're helping our customers out. Um, we, we've, uh, our founding member, something that's affectionately known as the Rebel Alliance. Um, and that's a collection of independent companies um, that have come together to enable the customer use case. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. now that we've gotten all the marketing buzzwords out of the way, um, what does that actually mean? Um, so let's look at, at, at this egress and, and media case. Um, so if your data is in Backblaze, which it should be because we're awesome and we're very affordable, right. simple, reliable, affordable, that's fine and good, but I need to serve my, I'm a media, uh, you know, I'm streaming concert footage to wherever. How am I going to do that? Um, data transfer fees between Backblaze and Cloudflare, one of the best CDNs on the planet, mm-hmm. are zero. We have directly connected and have zeroed out transfers between our clouds. And so now customers can use internally on our reporting, we, we think about as favorite bandwidth, directly connected inside of our data center. So it doesn't have the, the performance issues of the open internet. Um, completely seamless and free for the, for the customers. Um, and so in the month of July, um, customer backways customers using this favorite bandwidth will transfer uh, over 10 petabytes of data up within the rebel alliance wow okay. that's that, that that roughly equates to a million dollars in revenue amazon would have made that that is now staying in the pockets of our customers wow nice savings it's great and, and look and it's nice savings it's good usability and in the end, the time and money go back into the customer's pockets so they can run their businesses. They can, listen, a lot of people, it's the middle of the pandemic. Times are hard. Right. Even when times aren't hard, having a little extra time and a little extra margin, that might mean being able to hire the next person or being able to retain the existing people in a tough time. Um, and as a vendor, if we can play our, some small role in helping that, um, we're doing something right. All right. Well, rolling into the final, the closing gumbo question is what I like to call it. Aheen, what what makes you frustrated or angry enough that you would consider standing in front of a data center and protesting about it until there's change? That is a great question. Um, and let me. I I I don't want to sound like a lawyer. I, I do. I is it? Does it make me angry enough because the <laughs> something's happening in data preservation? Yeah, that's what. That's why I would have to stand in front of the data center, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's the the hidden fees and and taxes on data usage. Mm, okay. Um, you know, and, and and so quick quick one on the answer I'm not giving, which is. The number of people that aren't backed up, Demetrius, help oh, yeah. me out, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but hey, it's, it, it's, it's a choice. But for the people that make the choice, then to wake up and realize they can't access their data or the amount of money that it takes to retrieve it far exceeds the amount that it took to store it. 
Right. Um, and, and listen, I don't begrudge anybody for, for trying to turn a profit. Backways is a for-profit entity. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I care about my checking account and, and very proud uh, of the job I have. Um, but there's a difference in pricing for a sustainable for-profit business mm-hmm. and pricing to trap customers into something, to prevent them from leaving. Um, and that, that sleight of hand deeply frustrates me. And I'm very proud to do my part to, uh, to break through those walls. Yeah, I, I appreciate your, your response and your answer on that one. And I, I get a multifaceted uh, answer on, on that one. I, I asked a, a couple of other individuals and I've just been blown away by the different responses because I think it tackles you know what's happening right now. So thank you for, for being honest and sharing, sharing your response on that, Aheem. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your day today to talk to the Gumbo listeners. Um, really enjoyed the conversation and I know that there are a few nuggets and takeaways from uh, our conversation around Backblaze and data preservation and storage. So thank you again and until next time, you have a good one. Thanks, Demetrius. You too. Thank you for listening to Data Protection Gumbo. Please follow us on Twitter at DPG Podcast and join our Backup and Recovery Professionals LinkedIn group. Just search Backup and Recovery Professionals on LinkedIn and you will find the group. And until next time, Gumbo listeners, have a fantastic week.